You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue podcast, episode 126. Want more from Eric Sue? Watch him on Facebook Live every Friday at 9:30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Interact and ask some questions. Visit Facebook.com/slash Eric W. Sue Trainer to be live with Eric. See you there. Are you a first-time listener? Hey, welcome. My team and I hope you enjoy this episode. If you are a long-time listener, we thank you for your continued support. Do us a favor and share this podcast with all your friends because they deserve this amazing content as well. Okay, now on to the good stuff you all have been waiting for. Health tips, wellness advice. No hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue, the show that inspires, motivates, and educates you towards your healthiest life. And now your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have a fun and outgoing massage therapist with us today. Her name is Linda Howard. We will be talking about why massage therapy is more than a luxury. It is a necessity. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Linda. Linda, are you ready to make it happen? I am ready. Hi there, Eric. Hello. Linda Howard is the (laughs) owner and manager of Total Restoration Massage Therapy, LLC. She has received her clinical massage therapy certification in 2006 from Soma Institute, the National School of Clinical Massage Therapy in Chicago, Illinois. Linda is also certified by the National Certification Board of Therapeutic Massage and Body Work and licensed by the state of Illinois. She is also an insured member of the Associated Body Work and Massage Professionals. Linda's clinical massage therapy training has prepared her to administer a wide range of massage therapy techniques such as Swedish massage, trigger point therapy, deep tissue massage, myofascial release, and sports massage. Linda believes that part of her purpose in this earth is to utilize the gift of healing touch to liberate others from distractions in their lives that come to rob them of fully manifesting optimal health and wellness and prevents them from living out their God-given destiny, spirit, soul, and body. Whew, that was a little bit, though, of you, Linda. Can you share with us a little bit more on how you got started? Sure, absolutely. Well, actually, it was after I prayed because I um, initially was interested in furthering my education business-wise, and so my actually my church had an entrepreneurial program. And so I didn't know what my business was. I prayed and I believe God showed me massage therapy. I mean, to my surprise, but after the um, entrepreneurial program, um, actually a week after I received a postcard in the mail inviting me to an open house for clinical massage therapy school. I went there and, you know, history has it. I'm now a licensed massage therapist and I love it. I love um, helping people possess, take ownership of, of, of optimal health and wellness for themselves. And I enjoy seeing people come in my office one way and leaving completely transformed after their massage therapy session with me. Very good. Excellent. I, 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 we talked a little bit and came to this, um, topic. Uh, I think more, more so Mm -hmm. you did, but, um, we're going to call this massage therapy. It's more than a luxury. It is a necessity. Can you share with our audience yes. uh, why why you say what you said there? 
Sure. Um, well, as I was completing my massage therapy training, that year was 2005. And to my surprise and to, you know, educating me, uh, actually I found out that massage therapy had not been regulated by the state until the year 2005. So the same year that I graduated was the same year that Illinois um, started regulating massage therapy. So prior to that, anyone could have opened a massage therapy business and presented themselves as a massage therapist. And unfortunately, what happened with that prior uh, climate or culture or atmosphere was that there was a lot of um, misuse of massage therapy. I'll just put it that way. So going forward, it remained for not only the individual massage therapist, but also the board that regulates massage, uh, the professional associations. It became an ongoing endeavor for us to change the mindset of the public to the benefits of massage therapy, that it was not simply something that someone would utilize in a not so uh, how can I, I'm trying to choose my words here, but sure. you know, in 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 not not in a dark way or not in a perverted way, if you would, mm-hmm. but in a, a more clinical and therapeutic session where it wasn't you know simply for relaxation, but it could address specifically um, conditions that the the patient or client may have been diagnosed with, whether it was something uh, chronic or something. Uh, that just happened, you know, some acute thing that, you know, as a, as a trained clinical massage therapist, you are trained to uh, contraindicate, which means to advise against the massage or to indicate, which means to advise for the massage. So we are trained to assess the situation with each and every client so that they would get the most out of their, out of their appointment. Know, their session with us. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, that, that, that topic or that subject, massages, is not only a luxury, but it's a necessity because in the, I've been in practice now nine years. And during this whole period, you know, time and time again, every week, almost every day, I am often educating my clients as to how they can use massage on an ongoing basis, as I stated earlier, for to, to obtain and take ownership of more optimal health and wellness. And yeah. so it actually, it's been, it's been really a joy to just to enlighten people. You know, I, I see them, you know, I mean, I'll give them one fact or one truth about massage therapy as it pertains to their situation. And I just see their eyes light up and then that leads them to asking me another question, mm-hmm. you know, so forth and so on. But it's an ongoing conversation. It's an ongoing dialogue that, that we can have with our clients. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And um, my background has been in fitness and uh, always been about Mm -hmm. keeping the client active, helping them strengthen and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But the other side of it is uh, recovery, which massage definitely is is a a big benefit and and helps with that. Um, I think massage therapy is so necessary for that one reason, recovery. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I don't know if I told this to you in our prior conversations, but my first year as a massage therapist in my own practice, um, I partnered with uh, various allied healthcare professionals, if you would, such as um, physicians, family doctors, um, chiropractors, physical therapists, 
uh, personal trainers. And oftentimes, especially with the physical therapists and the chiropractors, well, oftentimes their patients were the ones that were coming in. Maybe, you know, they, they suffered injuries from a, uh, an accident or some type of chronic condition that they've been diagnosed with. I mean, the massage itself will help the muscles recondition and to restore and just to, you know, recover from, from prior injuries or something that could be ongoing. You know, we live in a very, um, how can I say this, uh, people are more stationary now, and so it doesn't necessarily have to be um, this grand situation or incident that someone encounters or experiences. It can be something as, as subtle as sitting at a desk over, you know, a number of hours every day. So that becomes very stressful on the muscles. So the massage can definitely address, you know, situations like that. For sure, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, One thing that um, I think my audience would like to hear from you, and there's a lot of things, but one in particular Mm -hmm. would be like, how often should I be receiving a massage? For, for not for luxury, Good but just for, for yeah, just for for recovery purposes. If they're working out a lot, or um, they just mm-hmm. need a tune up, or I don't know, how how would you answer that question? Okay, and what I often do, Eric, is I use this analogy. Okay, so you know, for, for many of us, let me just say that we brush our teeth every day, right? And that's for preventative purposes so we can ward off, you know, the plaque and all types of bacteria that that can form in the mouth and and that can affect our teeth. And so I often use that analogy with massage therapy. As I stated earlier, it's more preventative and, and more proactive. You can utilize it in that way. And so while it may not be something that someone will do every day, I often recommend at least once once a month. Now, it depends, you know, on the individual. So it's, it's very, I would say, um, it, it pertains to the activity that that individual may be engaged in. You know, like I said earlier, and it's not always an activity. It could just be an ongoing situation where you have um, that sustained muscle contraction because someone's sitting in a chair, you know, for excessive hours in the day. So, I mean, it, it just depends on that person's lifestyle, but I recommend a minimum of once a month, you know, just to get the body, the muscles conditioned and keep them conditioned, keep that, that flexibility there um, and to assist the, the total body. I mean, every system in the body is connected. There's not one system in the body that's isolated and doesn't depend on another system. Mm-hmm. So you have the muscles, I mean, you have the, the musculoskeletal system, you know, the cardiovascular, and they're all connected. Mm. So, I mean, I, you know, I often tell clients, because I, I get asked that question on, on a daily basis, and like I said, I often tell my clients at least once a month. Um, it may be, you know, some people may not be able to do, I have clients that come every single week. I've been, like I said earlier, mm. I've been in business now nine years. Mm. I've, I have clients who I've seen over the past nine years every week i mean unless something comes up and they're on vacation or whatever but for the most part they are standing clients and the same way they make um make it uh, you know their uh priority to get their nails done or their mm. hair done mm. or whatever it is that they they that they that they do 
to maintain their health and wellness, whatever it is, they they put massage therapy on the list just like that. Right. And so, yeah, they have their point. They have, I mean, they come in and look, they, they some of them prepay. I mean, some prepay for the whole year. Sure. And anyway, so I have some that come uh, twice a month. Mm-hmm. I um, And it depends because if I'm working with a chiropractor or a physical therapist, um, depending on the situation, that client may have to come in, say, three times for that week. So it just depends on the scenario. But bottom line, at least once a month, get those muscles flushed out and, you know, feeling good. And, and, and you know, a lot of times people don't even know that they need a massage mm-hmm. until they get on that table. They mm-hmm. don't know. And so do, if, you, do you if know, you've never had a massage. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, do you know if there's any relationship to performance and uh, massage? In other words, uh, tight muscles, prevent uh, high-performing mm-hmm. athletes to do what they want. Even average people, um, tight muscles pr- reduces their, their performance, I think. And, um, and a massage, just for clarification, can do several things. Can you describe mm-hmm. se- several of the outcomes a massage uh, will produce? Sure. Now, as soon as you ask me that question, there is one athlete that came to mind. And I'm not sure, uh, maybe you're familiar with him, but his name is Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Russell Wilson, I believe he plays for the Seattle, Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks if I'm right. not, mm-hmm. yeah, am I right? Yep, that's true. <laughs> and there was an article, yeah, see, I mean, my son knows all about this, but um, there was an article written by, um, I think, a writer for ESPN. Correct. And Russell Wilson stated that he receives massage therapy, check this out, five times a week. Oof. Five times a week. He said he gets at he gets a minimum of two hours every massage. Mm. That's ten hours a week, <laughs> and he he attributes his. I mean, as soon as you ask that question, that's why I saw his face. It's, um, because he said that he attributes his performance mm-hmm. and his ability, his agility. I mean, the way he can finesse on the field, he attributes it to the massage therapy that he's been getting. Yeah, I mean that's awesome. Yeah, and so I mean massage. Um, when you think about what massage does, I'll just give you a couple of benefits. The benefits of massage therapy increase blood circulation. It lowers blood pressure. It also addresses adhesions and scar tissues that may form in the muscle and in the um, other parts of the muscle, such as the tendon. And then also it can address the ligaments. And so massage therapy can increase a range of motion. So if you have a muscle that is overly tense, that won't stretch when you go to, you know, leap or run or to bend, the massage therapy can help to elongate the muscles. And like I said earlier, to to bring back that flexibility that's needed. Yeah, so yeah. those are some, just some of the things that massage therapy can address yeah, I, I think it's yeah. either for some a great reminder, and for others it's it's like mm-hmm. new news, right? And because um, a lot of times, yeah. like you said, yes. massage people seen it, whether they see other people get it or heard other people mm-hmm. talk about it, but but um, no one really talks like the you do because you're the actual massage therapist. So so uh, hearing it from the source is always a good thing. Yes. And look, I, I practice what I preach. <laughs> mm. I myself receive massage therapy at least 
twice a month. That's the minimum. I mean, there are times that I go for every week, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, you know, because of my schedule. But um, I've been doing that since I myself have been educated on the benefits of massage yeah. therapy. And every time I receive a massage, when I get up off that table, I oftentimes ask, you know, within myself, why is it that people don't like massage again? You know, mm-hmm. some people, I should say. Because, I mean, every time I myself receive a massage, it's just amazing at how much better my body feels. And, I mean, you know, in terms of performance, I'm I'm administering administering massages every day, every Mm -hmm. day. And so Mm -hmm. when I don't get a massage, I I mean, now it's more of um, the mind-body connection because Mm -hmm. when I don't get a massage, my my body just starts talking to me and I know that, okay, it's, you know, I'm overdue or I need to, you know, I need to address that ASAP. Right. Yeah. What, what can you tell us, uh, Linda, as far as, you know, people who uh, may not think they need it, but in reality, I think you said mm-hmm. everyone, um, they do need it. So, so what, what is it that, that you tell people who, who say, well, I don't think I need it. Well, oftentimes, I would, I what I do is I begin to assist the the client or the individual on really taking inventory of their own bodies. And what I mean by that is, I ask, is there something that you like to do and you feel as if your body is not supporting you? you in that activity right Mm. and so oftentimes someone or you know or if if it's something like sitting at work I mean I ask them are there times during the day where your back is aching or so again that whole mind-body connection may oh you know help assisting them in in understanding that they can do something about that situation that's ailing their bodies or preventing them from doing something that they enjoy and so oftentimes, you know, they return to me and they say, you know, yeah, when I sit at my desk, my, my, my back does hurt. Or, um, you know, I can't turn my, when I try to rotate this way when I'm driving, you know, I have limited range of motion. And so I, I, from that point, I say to them, you know, massage could possibly help you with that. And oftentimes I'll just say to them, you know, you don't have to do a full hour. Um, schedule a, a 30-minute session just as an introductory. Mm. I've often been invited to corporate wellness days or even uh, teacher appreciation days. I've been invited to police precincts, fire stations, and I all, all the time I, I, I encounter people that say, oh, I don't like being touched. That's a big one right there. Mm-hmm. I don't like being touched. Or, um, you know, no, I don't need a massage. And so I just say, okay, well, we don't have the table here. I have the chair, but you don't even have, you don't even have to get in a chair. Um, let me give you a hand massage, right? Mm-hmm. And so I give them a hand massage or let me just massage your neck. Mm-hmm. And after that, please, they, before I could even leave, they've come and gotten like five cards. <laughs> and, you know, they're made, they've made an appointment to come into my office. So, you know, oftentimes, like I said, people don't really make the mind-body connection. And once you assist them with that and they can see the the possibility that this this modality can assist them then they are more open to give it you know give it a try at least once all right so linda i'm wondering if you could help uh distinguish between some of these massages that exist like sweetest massage trigger point therapy and allow people to understand which one uh, is right for them 
sure, absolutely. So Swedish massage is probably the most common massage therapy uh, treatment that people may be familiar with. Oftentimes, if there's a commercial <laughs> or a television show and you see someone receiving massage therapy, oftentimes it's Swedish massage. And Swedish massage is more, I would say, superficial. Um, now, it's, it's effective. However, it's, it's dealing with the most uh, superficial or top layer of the muscle. And because our bodies, we have what, um, what's known as, as dermatomes. So just because I, I may not be applying a great deal of pressure, the, um, the synergistic or uh, uh, muscles that accompany the p- primary mover that I may be working on, they're still benefiting because, remember, the massage therapy, it does increase blood circulation. So once blood is moving in, in one area, it's going to, of course, it's going to move. It's going to move into other muscles. So the Swedish massage, again, is more superficial. It's not as specific. Um, it's a general type of massage. Um, there are... Um, uh, there are techniques that we use. Um, the names are like effleurage and petrissage. Those are those are t- techniques that that are used with Swedish massage. You have the tapping. I know you've seen probably um, the chopping that people may receive with massage therapy. That's all a part of the Swedish massage. Mm-hmm. And then you have deep tissue massage. And that word deep. That's the that's the 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 specific word. That's the focus word. So the deep tissue massage is just that it's more um, pressure being applied. You're um, directly affecting deeper muscles. And, but the thing, this is the thing that I often communicate to my clients is that you are less likely to know that you're receiving a deep tissue massage with me because I utilize Swedish massage greatly in the beginning. It's often it, I often explain it like this. It's like someone knocking at your door, and you go to the door and you answer it, and the person just rushes right in. They rush right past you, mm-hmm. and oftentimes I use that <laughs> that imagery because when people um, report back to me that they've had a very painful uh, deep tissue session, that's often the analogy that I give them because oftentimes there are other massage therapists they go right in with a deep tissue. And so they're basically bypassing or not uh, being attentive to those superficial or top layer muscles, and they're trying to affect the deeper um, musculature. And so with my technique, I use more Swedish massage to get the client warmed up, and then I go deeper. So oftentimes, I mean, I have senior clients who receive deep tissue, and they they don't even know. I mean, unless, you know, I tell them that they're getting deep tissue. And so um, I've never had anyone complain that they've been, you know, um, you know, greatly um, inhibited with, by the, you know, with movement because of the mm. pressure they receive or, or bruising or any of that. So um, thank God for my training that I received mm. at Soma Institute. They really taught us, um, you know, really great techniques and mm. the timing of it all. And then um, trigger point therapy, that's, that's a part of deep tissue trigger points. Um, oftentimes we refer to them more commonly as knots. You know, pe- mm-hmm. people come in and they use the term, you know, I have a knot in my muscle. Well, that knot is really a taut band of uh, muscle fibers or the muscle spindles that have overlapped over, over each other. And oftentimes it's caused by, it could be, again, 
overuse of the muscle. It could be lax- laxity in the muscle. It could be um, something where uh, hormones have um, built up. And, you know, we talk about toxins being um, being held in the muscle. So those knots or, the, or that trigger point could be in there for for numerous reasons. But trigger point therapy, we're addressing that that knot or that trigger point and we are assisting the body in releasing that so that the range of motion returns right so that the client can um you know so that the client can resume their activities because oftentimes it's it's painful when you have i mean i i know firsthand i've had trigger points before myself so i know how painful that can be i mean you can wake up in the middle of the night trying to get that knot out of your back and yeah so trigger point therapy is effective um, with that myofascial release, um, the body, all muscles, every part of our body, we are covered in um, what's known as connective tissue or fascia. And so myofascial release is very effective in releasing the tension in that connective tissue that's overlapping or overlaying the muscle. And so once that is um, released as well, then again, you can address the superficial muscles. You can address the deeper muscles. Um, you know, another thing that clients often ask ask me or potential or, yeah, potential uh, prospect of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, potential clients, they ask me, what's the difference between therapeutic massage and relaxation massage? Mm. And with my training, thank God I did get that postcard in the mail from, that, from Soma that day because I did not have a clue. I didn't know that there was a difference between, I didn't even know there was, you know, difference in all these different terms, Swedish and deep Mm -hmm. tissue. But now that I know, um, I'm just so grateful that the school that I went to, um, that it it was specialized in, in therapeutic and clinical massage. So someone going to receive, um, going into a place to receive a relax, a relaxation massage or a spa massage, it's not as specific as I stated earlier. In my early years and even up to now and going forward, my clients come to me, um, refer to me by their chiropractor mm. or their um, general physician or their personal trainer. And if, if it is that they've been diagnosed, I mean, I've, I've, I've addressed um, things like um, bursitis and mm. tendonitis, um, frozen shoulder syndrome, um, carpal tunnel syndrome okay low back chronic low back pain i mean people coming in saying that they now they this is the thing i've had clients to come in saying that they have sciatica Mm. now what i often ask is were you diagnosed with that and oftentimes the answer i mean i would say 95 percent of the times when people walk through my door and say they have sciatica they have not been diagnosed with it Mm. self-diagnosis well, but the thing is, is that, you know, once they realize and they find out that the same pain that they're having is a, is a pain that is attributed to sciatica, well, they, they diagnose themselves as having sciatica. Mm. But I've addressed, you know, the false sciatica. Um, and because the thing that I, and like you said earlier, I often tell my clients, even if you never come back to see me, I want you to leave my office armed with information. Yeah. You know, I want I want you to leave empowered so that if you choose to go somewhere else, you know what you're receiving. You know what to ask for, you know? 
And so with the therapeutic massage, it's more specific. You know, clinical, therapeutic, medical massage, they're often used um, interchangeably. Um, Relaxation, spa massage, those are two that are used, you know, um, synonymously, if you would. So I really, um, I enjoy educating my clients and and having them to ask questions. And, you know, uh, if I don't know the answers, oftentimes I'll tell them, you know what, I'll check on that for you and either call you or when you come back in, we'll talk about it some more. Yeah. Excellent, excellent explanation, Linda. Um, We know that you are very knowledgeable and inexperienced. Um, How do people get a hold of you? Sure, in a number of ways. You can contact me by phone, of course. And my number is 708-717-8686. I also um, have a website, and that web address is www.mytotalrestoration.com. So on my website, um, oftentimes my, my clients, I'm in my office every day. My hours may vary from day to day, but I'm in my office every day. Um, I'm available by appointment only. And I also have an online booking calendar, which is accessible through my website, where clients can see my real-time availability, book their appointments online, receive the email confirmation, and two days prior to their appointment, they will receive a reminder, you know, reminding them that they have the appointment coming up. Um, I also am um, visible or accessible on Facebook. You can even book for my Facebook, um, my Facebook site. Um, you just look at total restoration massage therapy and yeah, so there are numerous ways to contact me and to make that appointment and come on in. Very good. <clears throat> we'll definitely put all that information and links in the show notes so people can get a hold of you. I knew this was going to be a great episode and, and by the way, you are located <laughs> in Oak Park, correct? Yes, yeah. 32 Chicago Avenue. Excellent. And that is in Oak Park, yes. Awesome. Um, definitely, I got to get myself out there and uh, experience it. Uh, definitely, we'll have Please to reconnect. Do. Awesome. We will. And uh, thank you again, Linda, So your knowledge and wisdom. I know everyone will appreciate that. So have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Eric. You, you as well. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show in Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you. So stay active and be safe.